Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Hey, we want to welcome you to our 21 days of prayer and fasting, where we're seeking God with all of our heart. And uh, we've had a good time the last few days, and uh, I hope you're you're hearing from God. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that as you've been praying, reading, studying, spending time in stillness and solitude, uh, just seeking God, that, that he's been encouraging you, strengthening you, building you up, because that's what this season is really all about. Well, today I want to talk to you for just a few minutes out of Hebrews chapter 11. I just want to read this one verse uh, to you. We've, we've been uh, uh, talking about it, quoting it uh, for a little while now, and um and it's really been uh, kind of the theme, feels like, for uh, the, the theme verse for, for this collection of talks we've had on Sundays as well as our podcast. Hebrews 11, it says this, is, it says that God, or that, that he rewards those who diligently seek him, or some translations say earnestly seek him. That God rewards those who diligently seek him. Now, I want to talk about two words that you see in there, rewards and diligently. Rewards and diligently. Uh, The first one, rewards, if you study the etymology of that word, here's what it means in the original language, is that there is a wage that is paid to the person for working. So when it says that God rewards um, the person that diligently seeks him, it's this, is that he, he pays a wage based on the work that you've done, the work that you've put in, the effort that you've exerted towards this. Um, and, and now here, here's the part that is, is, uh, is interesting, is that world religions, other religions, and I know I talked about some of this uh, a couple days ago, but world religions, all the other world religions, there's about 22 major world religions in the, country, in the world today. Um, Christianity is one of, of the 22. Uh, but out of all the world religions, other than Christianity, all of those world religions, you'll see some, some common threads throughout them. And one of them is this, is that, um, that in, in their religious system, um, there's work and there's effort that has to be put in to that religious system in order to gain acceptance and approval from that deity. It's just part of it. You, you work hard, you put in the work, you put in the effort, and then you earn the approval and the acceptance of that particular God. I don't have time to go into all 21 of them, but 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 that is a, a big portion of that religious system. It's performance-based. Well, you could read Hebrews 11 and think, well, man, this sounds performance-based as well. Is Christianity performance-based religion just like every other religion? No, that's not it. Let, let me break it down to you for just a little bit. See, other world religions, uh, you put forth effort in order to gain acceptance and approval, but in Christianity, There is nothing that we can do to gain acceptance and approval. Our acceptance and approval of God is strictly based on the performance of Jesus, not on our performance. And what do I mean when I say his performance? I mean the way that he lived, the life that he lived. It was was perfect. Um, 33 years, he lived a sinless, flawless, morally perfect, flawless life. He did that for 33 years because we never could do it. He did it. And then he died a a, a criminal's death on the cross. Well, why did he die a criminal's death if he had never never, uh, committed a sin or committed a crime? 
Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says this. It says that Jesus knew no sin. So he, he, he didn't know any sin. He never sinned. He'd never committed a crime. He'd never committed a sin. So Jesus knew no sin, and yet he became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So the picture you see there is that Jesus became sin, and he, uh, on the cross, he became sin, and on the, and at that same moment, we can become the righteous, righteousness of God when, when there's an exchange that happens. So his righteousness, 33 years of a righteous life, gets, here's a fancy, you know, $10 theological word, gets imputed to us, even though we're sinful, even though we're not worthy, even though our performance, if you were to look at our performance, uh, our lifestyle, it's not righteous, it's not good, it's not moral, it's messed up, right? But but because Jesus went to the cross, at the cross, his righteousness is imputed to us. Imputed simply means attributed to or credited to, given to, ascribed to. So his righteousness at the cross gets ascribed to us, gets credited to us, uh, gets awarded to us, gets ascribed to us. And, and at the cross, the same thing happens. Our sinfulness gets imputed to him. It's the great exchange. It's, this is grace, is that we get righteousness, which simply means right standing with God. We get right standing with God, approval and acceptance and acquittal of God, not because of our performance, but because of Jesus's performance. This is the gospel. This is the grace of God. And, and so when you go back to the scripture, he rewards those that diligently seek him. Here's what you need to understand. The reward is not acceptance and approval for seeking him. This is so important that you hear this, that God's acceptance and approval of you and me, it is based on grace and grace alone. It is based on Jesus. It is based on what he has done for us. So when it says that he rewards us, it is not acceptance and approval. This frees us up because there's times when you and I can feel like, well, if I don't pray or if I don't read my Bible, then God's not a, he's not accepting of me or he doesn't approve of me or he doesn't like me. And we can begin to live this insecure Christian life, tossed back and forth, wondering where do we stand with God? Well, let me tell you this. You have right standing with God. You're accepted by God. You're acquitted by God. You're approved by God because of Jesus, not because you do your devotions, not because you fast, not because you pray, not because you seek none of those things. It's simply because of Jesus. However, a great statement was made by a guy named Dallas Willard, great theologian. He's since gone to be with Jesus. But he made this beautiful statement that I think helps us understand uh, this tension of God rewarding those that seek him and put in effort. But at the same time, we don't earn his approval and acceptance. Here's the statement. He said, grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. Isn't that good? Grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. And so as we understand this today, this one statement that, that grace and the gospel, it calls us to this place of being in right standing with God, that he loves us and approves of us and accepts us regardless of our performance, religious performance, regardless of some moral you know, exercises that we're doing. He just loves us and accepts us and approves us and has acquitted us because of Jesus. When we get that, then it frees us up to be able to seek him um, with a, a life-giving uh, motivation. It's not, I've got to read my Bible so he loves me more. It's not, I've got to pray harder so he approves of me more. It's none of that. But now it can be life-giving and we can seek him just to seek him 
But the reality is, is that when we do seek him diligently, that he just rewards that. He just blesses that. Think about this. A good teacher rewards a diligent student. A good parent rewards a diligent son or daughter. And a good God re rewards a diligent follower, a, a diligent uh, a diligent lover of him. And, and I just want to encourage you today, let's let that liberty set in that we're not we're not fasting and praying to 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 gain God's approval and acceptance, but we are seeking him diligently because we have already been accepted. We've already been approved. We've already been acquitted. We've, we're already God already loves us with all of his heart. And, and so we seek today from a place of security, not from a place of insecurity. Why? Because grace is not opposed to effort, but it is opposed to earning. We don't have to earn his love. We don't have to earn his acceptance. We've already got it because of Jesus. Why don't we pray together? Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. I thank you that we have already been accepted and approved and acquitted by you because of Jesus, not because of works, not because we pray hard or we fast a lot or because of any of those things. It's only because of Jesus. It's because of your grace, God. So we thank you for that. We thank you that the righteousness of Jesus has been imputed to us or has been ascribed to us. And, and, and it's not because of anything we've done. It's strictly because Jesus laid down his life in our place. And he's given us his life. So we thank you for that today. God, we pray and we seek and we fast and we pursue you from a place of security, not insecurity. We know where we stand with you. You love us. And, we, and, and you're, you're, you favor us, you, you accept us, you believe in us. And God, we thank you for the day. God, I pray that you would reward every single person that is diligently seeking you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team. Sozo Church gathers every Sunday morning in San Francisco, and we'd love for you to join us. For service times, location, and other info, visit our website at sozo.co or follow along on social media at sozochurchsf.